0: Welcome back everybody, this is Dart. And this is Moth. And
1: then guests are Purple.
2: Oh my gosh. So, um, funny thing happened last episode. Um, we were going to record with, uh, with our special guest Purple, but then it decided to take a shit itself. So here we are, a week later, <laughs> re-recording it. The same
0: episode over again.
2: So, we're probably gonna bring some new things to the table though. But Trinity is not here as well. Very true. That is okay, though. She's a bit busy today. Yes. But we are doing the work And she wanted us to do a
0: disclaimer of let's not be mean to the people we know if we're talking about them because I guess I come off as a super douchebag, and I am. (laughs) But, you know, it gets called out a little much.
2: It's just, (laughs) well, you know, you got to be respectful even if you're talking shit about some stupid things that coworkers have done, you know? It's yeah, one of those exactly. things because yeah, i could tell no. you right now the things that you've done on a shift where i've been like dark you kidding right now
0: <laughs> yeah no definitely like uh, i do a lot of dumb shit and if it's not dumb shit it leads to some stupid window where i could just say some really stupid shit absolutely so yeah no definitely so
2: so this is the work horror stories episode um Purple does not work at the CB anymore, but how much experience have you had?
1: Oh, God. I would say about at least three years, a minimum. Yeah. yeah. I was there before Dark and Moth's time, so I've seen it all. I feel like a history book. It was fucking <laughs> horrid. Sure, bro. Yeah, I'm like, it was horrible. I was there before even the current general boss was there. Like, so I saw, I saw, like, waves of people go in and out I've seen stupid stupider and the stupidest <laughs> I've just seen it all like everything you can ask me about anything I've seen it I've probably seen it
0: yeah no definitely it's it's something I mean especially working with all the different people like you said that come and go you get to meet a, a very selective that even you're like huh, how did you get the job oh yeah well, I would <laughs> tell people that too I was very honest
2: yeah, I've heard a few stories of you, because you actually did work your way up to manager. Mm-hmm. And and I've heard a lot of stories of, of just your absolute brutal honesty, yeah. <laughs> where you just look at people straight up and yeah. be like, "You, why did you get hired?
0: A lot of people would say it was a urban like legend about his about <laughs> yeah, his, the, the way he the, the way he, would, he talks. But no, no, no. It's at the definitely there was is your manager. Yes, and you better be. Yeah, yeah. There oh, was. Yeah. A, I'm pretty sure there was a couple times where he probably was like, "Dude, are you stupid?" You know, by something I said. But you know, he probably just didn't say nothing at the moment or just didn't care enough to, you yeah, know, be like, "Yeah," out. because yeah. I wasn't always stupid. So. No, yeah. I
1: just I talk shit to everybody, and not shit. It was just honesty. Not the thing is not everybody likes. Honesty, and like Moth yeah. kind of brought up. So before I was even manager, uh, the boss who would interview, do the interviews, would literally warn people about me. And too bad um, Trinity isn't here to confirm that, because I-, yeah. I would say a good number of people, even yeah, no, maybe no, yours, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, I definitely got warned. Oh, okay. I was they they go, you know, there's this guy named Purple, <laughs> he works here, and uh, you know, uh, just be respectful too, because if you're not he'll let you don't know, fucking like stupid. Yeah. You know, just, just know your shit if you're going to say something and, you know, and basically don't do one thing, try not to do one thing. And I was like, what's that? And she goes, don't try to talk out of your ass because he they'll call you on your bullshit. Mm-hmm. And I was Definitely. just like, are you serious? <laughs> and then, and then I was like, are you serious? And she was just like, yeah, don't figure me yeah, out. <laughs> yeah. Like I like, damn. I was so like the first few times, like talking to him, I kind of felt like, Is what I'm going to say going to offend him? And then is he just going to haul off and be like, okay, check it here, motherfucker. This is how it's going to go. That that was
1: literally my question. I was going to be like, before I start getting into the juiciness of, you know, the CB, what was was it like first working with me? Like your first couple days after that warning.
0: After that warning, it was definitely eggshells. I'm not going to lie. It was total eggshells when I saw you. I was like, because at first it was like, because you were working that day when I did my when I came in to get, grab my paperwork, and luckily yeah. for me, I knew the boss for a really long time, and I used to be her boss at another at another place we worked at. So, you know, uh, I I knew her, and I was her boss, and she's telling me this, so and she's I'm warning like, you. Yeah, she's warning me, <laughs> and, and let me explain to you. Like, I respect everybody I worked with, but to the extent of i'm my own boss i don't allow people to tell me a lot of what to (laughs) do and i hate it yeah and then he was like the inception at that point because it was like dude like you know but that comes a lot with even trinity because the fact is is if i respect you i'm gonna do the job you ask me to do you Mm -hmm.
2: act right or you go night night is essentially what the the, the verbatim was and actually that brings up that you brought up an interesting talking point purple of like each other's perceptions is I am the youngest as far as experience at the, at the yeah, old CB. The big, oh. I I am the I am the CB. You know um, you're the baby. I'm the baby. <laughs> and it's like and and it's like very funny because I only started oh, working probably like I started working <laughs> like probably um, how long ago was December? <laughs> like Jesus. like nine months ago. So yeah. so theoretically I am CB's baby. Yeah. And 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 so. Um, you know I actually got this job because I was pretty desperate I was I was like desperate for a job I you know I needed a job and I needed to get a job quickly I just
0: needed some place to go I just needed bored. a
2: place to go and Because <laughs> I needed to pay my bills And I was very you know I was struggling And so um, CB hired me And I didn't talk to anyone Because at the time I had a boyfriend that had also worked there And I was hearing horror stories daily He was coming home crying From working there daily and i wouldn't i couldn't hear the end of it but he was like i could get you a job here if you're really that desperate And i said okay fine so uh, you know he he talked me up i guess and got me the job and i didn't talk to anybody and i don't know how well you remember that dark but i was really like i did not talk very much with you but i but i like it really was like that with everybody it's one of those things where
0: i kind of can't I do remember that you didn't talk to a lot of people, but the my personality, everybody talks to me for some reason. It's like somebody wants to talk to me. They want to get to know me. Everybody wants to tell
2: their deepest, darkest secrets to you. Oh
0: yeah. Like, oh dude, seriously, people be opening up to me like I'm Barbara Walters, dude. Like they (laughs) they will just be like, We will sit down and then they will just be like, you know, this happened when I was like this age and I'm like, huh? You're like honestly Why are you telling me this? Honestly,
2: (laughs) put your payment in the tip jar. Yeah. I'm your therapist,
0: right? Yeah, For real. but you know, I'm a good person. So I listen to a lot of people's I stories and you can't say the same, and... I mean... say the
2: same purple. No.
1: No. What? <laughs> Once we get into some of the stories. Yeah. I'm not a great person.
2: Well, I never got to work with you. So I never like, I honestly, I heard whispers. I, I heard whispers of your name around the I store. I honestly
0: feel that like it was more of a, We just had customers that were really freaking rude. And if we didn't have that, we had employees that acted like they couldn't even do their real job. Like what you were hired to do is what you're hired to do. And if you can't do it, why are you there? You know, type of situation. And, and this is every workplace. This isn't just our workplace. This is, there's probably people right now that are listening to us and saying, I relate to that shit. I relate to that. Like, you know, because there's a lot that goes on. I mean, but I'm going to go ahead and let Purple start with a few of his stories. I got oh a lot gosh. of stories, too, but...
1: Okay, I feel like a grandpa telling stories around the freaking <laughs> campfire. <laughs> on the, on the, pic- the, the patio swing set. Yeah, just yeah. like, before your guys' time, fucking... Oh, my God. <laughs> so, I guess to start, actually, before your guys' time, I think the next person... Well, I think Darth started, but I think he started around six to seven months after I started. I think maybe even longer. Because... Okay, so, how to describe it was, when I first got there, it was a really dead place, like, compared to today, like, it was just dead, I worked the lobby, so, like, just the front end counter, you know, taking orders, passing the orders out, but, like, everybody who, like, came in was a regular, so no one was honestly even rude, because they would come back the next day, and they'd know I'd be there, it was a really chill spot, I'd work, like, literally the minimum of four hours just go in go out and kind of like moth i didn't talk to anybody i was just kind of like okay mind my own business and then this huge about i would say maybe like four months in there was just like this mass leaving like almost like the place just got like purged it was
0: (laughs) i don't know how to describe it like
1: i think at least 80 percent of like the workers left including managers like two out of the i think three managers left and then oh gosh we only had like out of their whole crew i think only three of us stayed or four of us but then that fourth person left like literally two weeks after everybody left so they weren't technically like a part of the wave but it was like and then during that time business and sales literally doubled i don't know where the fuck that came from all these new like annoying moms and karens and like elderly people just started coming out of the blue like the ass crack of nowhere
0: now me and uh, me and moth actually have a theory that it was because you know people during the pandemic them having to stay home a lot and stuff they either grew very like they got too comfortable in their own like situations basically Mm -hmm. that they just never let it go after that so now they're just rude ass entitled ass people oh you yeah know what definitely I mean?
2: they forgot their manners because yes. they were in a huge they were in their own bubble like they're yep. like i haven't seen this movie in forever but i think it's jake gyllenhaal that it's the boy in the bubble it's like it's essentially this boy is very sick and so he's in a bubble and so nobody can touch him he's completely quarantined um that's i'm assuming what a lot of people felt like during the pandemic and that's honestly really unfortunate but it gives you no excuse because even the boy in the bubble had fucking manners you know what i mean
1: exactly yeah yeah um gosh and i don't i don't know i don't know why business doubled it just happened the boss will like try to explain because um the boss we talk about now she basically got moved in from another location so like whoever like the boss is will basically say like oh Well, it's because of customer, like, no, customer service didn't change. Like, nothing changed. I don't know what happened. Like, it was so sudden. It happened literally within a week of, like, sales doubling. It was weird. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, I had to, like, basically learn, like, another position really fast. I had to do drive-thru, which sucked. Anybody who's worked drive-thru knows how bad it is because you have to deal with every single customer. And unlike other places, you know they have someone oh at like the window only taking orders they have another person only taking cash and then they have one person helping out with drinks and another person making the food i had to do like all of that so it's basically like take the order grab the drinks grab certain sides pack everything up sauces etc all like one person
0: well just so that you know it's like that now
1: it's still the same Oh, it like,
0: is. No, we, we, we actually only one person does it.
1: Oh, wow. What a time. One person
0: <laughs> does everything. Uh, there will be someone to get you drinks if there's nobody in dining room, but if there isn't, you do it all yourself.
2: Completely on your own on that yeah.
0: front. Yeah. And you need to learn, learn how to pack too, because if mm-hmm. you don't know how to pack, you can't cover the manager for their breaks. So it's one of those type of things, but yeah, no, definitely. That sounded like horrible. It, <laughs> like
1: It was. And then on top of that too, I had to learn all that and then we were so understaffed where i actually have to do lobby and drive through at the same time and like i said business wow. doubled so i don't know where we just had families pouring in wanting to eat like the biggest meals possible and then also like the drive through being packed yeah. and like oh, it was just horrible it was horrible and
2: this was the l- the less busy location by comparison oh, to yeah. the one in our t- into the one in our town this is considered the lesser one the one yeah. that's significantly slower and for that amount of like activity is insane Mm -hmm. like it's i believe honestly nowadays it's gotten more consistent like it's not as like i think it's relatively busy throughout the day now it's like there's there you there's like maybe a a day a week where it's just completely dead in the morning and then it's kind of a thing at night but like it's gotten a lot more consistent now i always close
0: so I, I'm usually never, a mid shift like a midday shift, or it's never dead. And then when I open, it's never fucking dead. I'm like, dude, do you guys just come in because you like seeing me or something? Like, did you guys like? just somebody know. put a It's like they know that you're there. Yeah, it's like they know that that's that's how it feels when you're working in that kind of situation, you know. And as managers, you know where we work at, it's it's so hard as well because Absolutely. we gotta. We don't just got to do one job. It's multitasking all the time because you're constantly mm-hmm. doing everything and trying to get things done by a specific time just so you could get the next person on their break or this one person doing this or this person doing that. And it's, I know it sounds like we're complaining, but we're actually not
1: complaining. We're just describing through, job. Yeah. We're it's discre- honestly like having like 10 checklists going at once and there's a timer at the end of it. Yes. And we have to do everything by then.
2: It's just yeah. that and and it's unfortunate because like most job descriptions are like that. It just doesn't mean that it's any less stressful. It still can be stressful, especially when your customer base is very horrible, Fucking rude, <laughs> just horrible.
0: Yeah. And no matter how hard you try to please some of them, I've noticed as a manager, I can understand why a lot of the people that work for our company get upset. And that's because no matter how hard we try, It's like you will always get a complaint of some kind. And if you're not getting complaints, if you're not getting complaints about you, you're getting complaints about crews. If you're not getting complaints about the crew, you're getting complaints about the food. And if you're not getting complaints about the food, they just want to call and let you know this, you know, and and it's like and it gets to the point where it becomes like almost like an ongoing nightmare. No, yeah, where you just wake up. Death threats.
1: It's funny. I think it's hilarious. I've
2: had a death threat, too. Can I get into that story? Yes. Um, So um, I obviously on this on this podcast, I've talked a bit about being transgender. Um, This was like a little bit before I had started testosterone. And this was kind of at the point where I did start to open up to people. And Trinity was my manager one night. And we were starting to be a little bit more more a little bit of friends. She's honestly like really cool. And I love talking to her now, you know, but I was still kind of nervous. And there was this guy that came in like fucking had to have been 15 minutes to closing like we were definitely not able to do his order or whatever right and um, he had um, he, he had come in you know waited for the amount of time to, to make his uh, stuff so so he ended up staying like 10 or 10 or 15 minutes after closing because he wanted to wait for his food and um, he gets it he goes home he's super excited and then he calls Trinity and does this huge scathing thing directed at the little girl in, in <laughs> and then, you know, that was that was handling his food. And then he, he um, well, she tells him that, that he can come back and we can replace it, I guess. Like, cause, you know, Trinity's like, you know, whatever. And, and uh, she gets off the phone. She's like, well, what happened? And I said, well, he said he wanted this, this, and this. And that's why I had, you know. That's why I had the cook fry it, and that's why I had him do this, this, and this, and then, um, and then she was like, "Well, I don't know why he's complaining then, because you did it like you you did his order right." And then um, he comes back to the store, and you know she's got his correct order already made because he had to drive all the way back, and he just starts going off on her about how he's gonna find me and how he's gonna like like he's gonna hurt me, he's gonna teach me a lesson, all oh. these little fucking things. And it's just like he's call, he's he's throwing a, a little a little bit of slurs around because I to him I looked like a short haired girl you know like like to him I looked like I could be crushed because I was a little toothpick you know and I just you know whatever and it was really really weird because I was just beh- I was in the like. You know, by the, uh, win- the by the drive-through window, there's that little pocket area between the the soda station and the thing. I was hiding there. I was literally hiding.
1: I've like, hi. Meet me no, <laughs> no, because I'm not
2: con- I'm not confrontational like that. You know, I can't be like, yo, meet me outside. Like, let's. No, because it, it's nine. P- yeah. It is like nine p.m. Dark as fuck outside, and I'm scared because I'm a I'm. I still have the body type yeah, of a little can't girl. You do the
0: stuff that I did, am I, am I, no. which I'm going to get into in a bit. Yeah. yeah I, I kind of am on all my years of working. I can honestly say I've taken off my uniform twice for two customers. You want to handle this? Uh, no, I leave
1: the if uniform you, on. You leave
2: like, the uniform on? Well, you, you're well, representing we, that company? Y- you're
0: representing the company, exactly. so you have to take your uniform off. But I mean, I'll, I'll take off my shirt. I always have an undershirt on, so I'll take off my shirt. I'll meet you outside. No, the apron Look.
1: prevents blood from going on it. Come on. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. No. Yeah, I've had, like, death threats, too. It's, it's horrible. I think with me, it was, like, a really quick thing. And over
0: food. That's yeah. what makes it yeah, so sad. Yeah, it's
1: literally over food. Like, if you, gen- it's like, um,
2: you know, okay, so there's this argument oh. that I recently, um, like, well, it's not recently, but I find it still hilarious to this day is whenever um you know like you know the whole the, some of the things about like feminist talking points where it's like you should not hit women you shouldn't hit anybody but they'll be like like oh like equal rights equal fights i'm gonna hit you now because we're the same you shouldn't hit anybody like if that's what your mi- brain goes to get help if, no, your, brain if, to, help. No, if okay. your brain goes to if your brain goes to killing somebody over food
0: yeah get no, definitely. help no, but I think it had a lot, like I said, to do with people uh, coming out of the pandemic and just if you were an asshole, no, people were like that you before. were gonna always people be an were... asshole. People were like that before, but they got it, worse. It, it, it amplified, yeah. But they, but they, but it amplified by like seventy nine percent, bro. Like it would, uh, it's bro. Like bad now, but no, like
1: that death threat I got, that was, I think that was before the pandemic. Well, I don't know. It was like during, I guess. I don't know, but. I've gotten insults here and there. It just—it never changes. Well, you
0: were—were th- were you there when um, our boss got spit on?
1: Oh yeah, I was there. It, she, <laughs> yeah, she yeah, no, no, yeah, no, got he, spit on because of me. No, kind you—you
2: of. you gotta tell the story now. Okay,
1: so now going back, so, um, yeah. basically, one of my coworkers and friend was taking an order, and I heard this, and I—I—I was—I took this guy's order, and she was—I passed her Adam. the headset, so then she was taking orders after me, and then the guy whose order I took got mad because a certain meal he wanted was I believe oh my I can't believe I remember the price 1563 I think and like what happened was freaking he got mad because our drinks aren't like dollar McDonald drinks they're like they're in a couple bucks and I think for a large it's like 180 something I don't know but that plus the tax it's about you know two dollars and he well, got now mad. it's
2: like 286
1: Yeah, I was looking at the prices now and like oh my
0: gosh But notice that's the, that's always the price At a place that is not a big corporation. Yeah, because they have, they have the money. Yeah, they have the money to say Oh, I could just charge a dollar for a large drink. You know what I mean? Yeah
1: like these smaller companies they, they need to make money, you know, but yeah, anyway, going back to that, he got mad, and I heard him start raising his voice. So I, like, I cut in between her. I literally cut in between her and the window. And I was like, hi, is there an issue? And he was like, yeah, what's up with the fucking price? And I was like, listen, your total was this. Now it's this because you added this drink plus the tax. And he goes, that's dumb. Isn't it like a 99 cent whatever? And I was like, no, it's a $1.99 to add a drink plus you got an upsize on it. So there's an additional for that. And he was like, okay, we'll take it off. And I took it off, and it went back to the original price. And he believed that basically... The original price was still too high and then he started throwing out words and i think i might have thrown out a couple he called me like i was like you need to calm down like it's just whatever this is the price do you want it or not i was i was fucking rude i was like do you want it or not because like you're causing issues you're being rude to my coworkers and now me like don't fuck with me do you want the food or not because if you want it pay for it this is the price i can't change it you don't get a discount you don't work here like end of story and he called me like a dumb fuck or something, or something along the lines of that. And like my manager came around the corner and heard that. And she was like, Hey, what's your fucking issue? I just want you out of my fucking drive thru right now. And he's like, Give me my food for like a cheaper price. And she was like, No, that's the price for everybody. We're not going to change it just because you're a fucking psychopath. And then he like spit on her and drove off. But the smart thing was my other co worker was there, the cook. He had his phone ready and took a picture of the back of the truck. So we actually like found him and she supposedly filed a like restraining order i don't know if she did really but yeah it was just like a long like a a big thing and she was fucking furious and i was furious because i was like dude if you want to spit on me i would fucking reach through the window and just ended him right then and there but like it was it was a whole fucking nightmare it was like a, a shit show
2: that's not the only time that she's been spit on though i've heard like hasn't she been spit on over the counter too or was that the same story no, at least when I've been there, she's only been
1: spit on once.
0: I don't know if it was that. I don't uh, know if she's been spit on off the clock. I, <laughs> don't, know, I don't know if she's been spit <laughs> on at my job at the, or at our last job where I was her boss because I worked with her and, like, like if, if anything happened, we were quick on it as managers there. Oh, it yeah. was a little different. It was a little different because we actually, like, had hands-on with owners, like, kind of like we do now. But it was a lot easier that way because when you're hands on with an owner, you can actually tell them, Hey, this is what really happened. Because you're going to hear a bunch of stories. HR is going to hear a bunch of stories, you know? Uh, so you got to kind of like be there for that stuff. But no, I've I've worked at jobs like where I've had shit thrown at me. So oh, like yeah. I've, I've had a cheeseburger thrown at my back. Like I was sitting there taking in his order. He said he wanted to know this on it or something. And the person in the back didn't read the order right. So I handed it out. So it's my fault, you know, that he messed up. But the fact is, is he threw it, he threw it at me. And, a child. I, and he wanted to be a child. And he wanted to throw attention to So he threw the cheeseburger at my back when I turned my back. He waited until I turned my back and then he threw the cheeseburger at me, by the way. And it kind of like the wrapper kind of opened a little bit. Because like I remember because I looked right at it and I thought it was gonna fall out of the wrapper when I threw it back. Because I <laughs> You threw it back? Yes, I threw it back.
2: You're kidding.
0: No. Oh, and um God. I threw it back because where I the town I lived in at the time, I lived in Stockton and we're not gonna put up with a lot of the ghetto shit that people do. Like like, I just, I wouldn't put up with it. I grew up in, like, a really nice neighborhood growing up and in the country. And then once I moved to Stockton, it was kind of like, you know, I got picked on a lot. And I, then I started hanging out with people and started understanding the streets, you yeah, know, a little bit better.
1: Stockton people are yeah. a little bred differently.
0: Yeah, they're bred differently. They're they're fucking crazy, bro. They're Most of them are psychopaths. I'm not even going to lie about that. But, yeah, so that ended up happening, and then later on, in another time, uh, I've actually had a shake thrown at me, like, thrown on me, like, on my, and that was the time that I actually, like, took off my uniform, and I said, okay, we're going to fight. Oh, God. Yeah, so, uh, but, like, he called me out. He said, he threw it at me, said I was a bitch, and then, because it melted before, now the Thing about customer services is, when you work in a company where you always have to have really good customer service, you're constantly there kissing people's ass. So I asked him before I gave out his food because he ordered his food to go. I said, "Would you like me to make the shake after your food? So when your food comes out, you're handed your food. I'll make your shake. It's still frozen."
1: It's yeah.
0: Yeah. He goes, he tells me, no, he's going to drink it. So I said, okay, so I made it for him and he takes it to the table with his other drinks and he sits there with it. Like he puts the straw on it, but he never drinks it. And then when he picks up his food, when I call out his order number and he picks up his food, he tells me, well, uh, like my shake is watery. I want, I want a new one. And I said, sir, policy goes, if you ask for your shake after your order is given, we make it for you and I can replace it. But, you know, I'm just like, you know, yeah, we just had this conversation. I asked you if you would like it. And then he goes, then that's when he turns around. He goes, I don't give a fuck what you asked me. I don't give a fuck what happened. I want my fucking shake replaced. And I said, if you're going to give me attitude over a shake, then you know get you could just, help. You could just get out. You know you could just leave because we had the right. We we actually had the sign that says we reserve the right to refuse service. Mm-hmm. So we I can sit sign. there, and we can tell them we're going to refuse your service. And it could be a crew member that does it, and then we, we go tell management. So I turn around. And I told him you could just leave. And when as soon as I said that, he throws the shake on me like he throw open takes off the cap and throws it He even
1: took off the cap yes you're kidding me no took (sighs) off the fucking cap sorry you're not leaving this place now locks the
2: door and and then and then (laughs) you're never leaving and i'm gonna throw literally all of the discarded shakes on you right now he throws it
0: on my chest and it spills all down my shirt and then i look down and i look at him and i turn to my boss and i said uh you know this dude threw a shake at me when is my break and then that's when the guy heard me ask when is my break and then i was originally saying when is my break because i want to go clean this off yeah and i knew my break was soon but then the dude turns around and he's the one that instigated because then he goes oh you want your break you want to meet me outside bitch and i said okay okay i will you know (laughs) I didn't and I literally said it like this. I looked at him and I said, you know, that did not cross my mind until you said it. And then I said, how long is my break? And then and then I went to my boss and I literally asked him these specific questions. One, if I'm off the clock and I get into a fight, will I get in trouble? No, two, if I take off my uniform, will it still represent the company in which I'm working for right now? And I will not lose my job, right? Technically, yes, because you have to take off your, you can't be in company uniform. Okay, that's fine. And three, if I come back with the black eye, do we have, or, you know, or, or beat up a little bit, do we have a first aid kit? And he already knew what was going to happen. He just, I don't know if my manager was, he kind of smiled and laughed. And then he says, yeah, we do.
1: He's like, I got you. I'm the <laughs> And medic. then,
0: and then he just looks like, he thinks about it. And then he's like, you can take your break in five minutes. And I said, okay, so then, because I'm thinking he thinks that nothing's going to happen. Well, the dude walks outside. He takes his order, and I'm watching his car. He did not move his car. He is sitting outside waiting. So I'm like, I'm going to go outside and smoke a cigarette anyway, and I take I always take off my shirt to smoke my cigarettes when I go outside. So I'm going to take off my shirt anyway, so what's a little bra in the middle of a cigarette? I mean, I, I can handle this. So I go outside. I handle and like, and like, so I go, finally I get my break basically. And then I go outside and then right as soon as I hit outside, I go to light my cigarette and he said, you still want to do this bitch? And then I looked down and I said, yeah. And I threw my cigarette <gasps> on the ground. And as soon as I started walking over there and I said, okay, what's up now bitch. That's when he turned around, turned his car on and he drove off and I'm like, okay, so you waited that whole time just so you could fucking drive off and be a bitch. But I'm the bitch because you threw a fucking shake on me?
1: It's because he wanted you to go home saying, I waited for this guy outside. He never fucking came out. And when he came out, he said, ah, shit. Yeah, or that. It's it's
2: either that or he wanted to give himself the alibi of that's why your food is cold. That's why you don't have a new milkshake is because I was out beating this guy's ass. Yeah, well,
0: whatever his fucking excuse was going to be, he would have had to explain all the shit that happened to him because I would have fucked his ass up. I I would (laughs) have threw half of those cheeseburgers in his fucking mouth and rubbed them all over him. I would have fucking did some fucked up shit. But that's a whole other story, because like I said, I that that was one time that I took off my shirt. Another time that I had to take off my uniform is when I was working at another place and I was working there for about four years. And uh, this one is stupid. Dude wanted to fight me because he was dating one of my managers and oh my he God. thought that I was fucking his girlfriend.
2: Well hear me out. <laughs> hear me no 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 hear me out. But You're, I'm gay. Yep, yeah, but but hear me out.
0: Get and at that, at that time
2: I wasn't. At that time
0: I wasn't though. No, well, you didn't I identify mean, I didn't that way. I didn't That's identify. Terrifying. Yeah. So That's totally fine, but also, I was like, what? But
2: also I'm at this time I'm,
0: I got a wife. Like,
2: <laughs> yeah. So so kids. so at this time you did have a wife and kids, right? Yes. And it was before you met your your current partner. Yes. So so theoretically it was on the right track. But like even now, even now with you and your kids and all that kind of stuff, without the wife, I still don't think of you as a straight man. Like I I will say that right now, unfortunately. Ooh.
0: I would. And and even then I'll let you know, I had many opportunities to cheat on my wife, many, and I did not do it. I am not going to stoop to that level because I considered a relationship back then to be sacred. So I wouldn't do those things. So when I got accused, I got very mad and I think that's why he thought for real. I did do it because most defensive thing. Yeah. Because I got upset and I said, and I turned around and I told him, I said, bro, are you fucking kidding me? Why would I want to fuck your girl? And then I think what made it worse is when I started ripping into this girl and everything that was wrong with her.
2: <laughs> oh, so you were like, so like, you were like, she's fucking stupid, bro. Yeah. She's stupid. She, she can't do her hair right. Yeah. Da, 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 da. I'm like,
0: I'm like, and back then, do you know how people would do their makeup? They look like a fucking chola or whatever. And I said, I was like, bro, nobody wants to fuck your chola-looking bitch, bro. Oh, my like, God. Like She looks like a fucking clown on a fucking going to a goddamn circus, bro. I don't got time to fucking Jesus. date somebody like this. I said, did the you see the gap swept, between like, her teeth? Like, blowing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I said they're ripping into it. So he gets the fact that I don't like his girl, but then we're supposed to be friends. And usually when I say these things, he would never get mad. Because we would talk shit on our, okay, let's explain something. When you're married, you talk shit on your significant other a lot. I don't give a fuck who you are. You will talk shit on them. yeah, it happens. So as, especially as guys, we like don't have anything else to talk about. If we're not fighting with another dude, then we're making friends with people. And then we'll talk about, you know, our wives or whatever and those kinds of things. Yeah. So that's what we did. And all the times he would rip into my wife, I would just laugh. And I'd be like, "Yeah, that is kind of true," and then I would do it. But it was the fact that he really truly believed I got defensive like that. Oh, because so that, so I you wanted... re-
2: he was under the impression that you like ripped into his wife not because like you actually didn't like her, but because you like wanted to overcompensate. Like, and then, like you were, and you the were, funny yeah. the
0: funny thing is, is the way the story ends because the way the story ends is, is so fucking hilarious. So he says he wants to meet me outside and on my break, he knows when I'm going to take it and he's going to wait because he's off. He got sent home. He got sent home because we got into the altercation and we were yelling at each other and they were like, well, you know, he's been here long. Dark has been here longer. So, you know, we're going to go ahead and send you home, you know? And so he got sent home. So he was waiting and he said, I'm going to wait outside for you because you know, I know when you take your break and you're going to want to smoke and do these things and we're going to settle things and we're going and... to settle things. So I said, okay. And as, as a friend, I'm down to get in a little quarrel with the friend real quick and get in a little fist fight. I don't mind, you know, we'll still be friends after if you're not going to Anything's be a dick a about it. Error. Yeah. So that's how I, my personality was back then. And I was kind of stupid, but anyway, so I turned around and I told him, okay, we're going to do that. So I took off my shirt when I went on my break and I go outside. And we're about to fight. We are literally about to fight. It's about to happen. I can feel it in my gut. He turns around and he's like, "So blah blah blah." And then he gets in that stance, you know, that stance where you know they're about to swing. It's up. Up. It's it's square oh. up. Meow. And then his girlfriend pulls up with his best friend in the car. Oh. And plot he. twist. Yes, <laughs> and and she's like, and she looks, century. and she looks, and all it took was for him to realize it wasn't me, I think, was this. He turns around and says, oh, I'm going to beat this fool's ass. And his girl's like, why? And then the dude just turns around, his best friend just said, no, nah, let him. They're going to handle their, their shit like that. And then she turns around, she looks at him and gives him a look like, dude, what the fuck? And then he just kind of gives her that look like, if he beats his ass, we could be alone together kind of look. Like it was weird the way he looked at her, and then it was kind of like, like, you know, because he knew they all knew me.
2: Oh, so she was cheating on cheating on him with the The best best friend. friend. This is the plot twist of the century. Are you joking me? No, no. That is so. That is like that's that's
0: Stockton shit. We yeah, but like but
2: but imagine that's the the thing is like is like, yeah, they're going to be in the emergency room, so we you you and me in the hospital parking lot, for sure. like,
0: like. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of like that. And then he's just kind of like, and he, then he started like, edging him on, like, do you want me to help you? Do you need my, what's up? We'll jump this fool. And then I'm just looking like, bitch, hold I'm on, you. hold on. <laughs> what the fuck's going on? And then and then he turns around, and the girl says something, and then he gives her that look again, and then I notice, and then that's when I, I turn around, and I said, you know something? I said, I think you need to figure out your own situation. And then he just looks at me and he was like, what do you mean? And I said, your boy sure does want you to get into this fight. You guys all seen what I do when I fight. You know, I only, and, and it's because how I was trained when I was a kid. When I was trained by my grandfather, you know, when you see blood, you stop. So if there's no blood, you don't stop. I
1: thought red means go. You
0: continue to keep punching. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, you would purple you it lit, did not, you not
2: register that that you said that <laughs> you guys looked puzzled and it was just like, <laughs> no, I was no, like no. no i caught on i was just
0: like i can't believe you said You're that like is anybody
2: cast. home knocking on like our foreheads <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah no i was like and that's how it was for me so you know and i've already had this happen once when i was younger so i was like i'm not prepared for this i, I don't really want to do this right now again you know what i mean here we go again and then, like I said, and then he just turns around, and then they're arguing about something, and then she turns around and looks at the other dude so fucking stupidly, and says "babe" for a second, and then corrects herself, oh. and he turns and he looks, and he just starts fighting his best friend, and then he just and then he does he doesn't even swing at me, he stops and like he's looking at me, and then I just like was like handle your shit bro <laughs> and then he just ran over there like he walked over there, like okay. everything was normal and just started punching him today? no that's uh, why i'm talking about damn. him
1: no no that's what have... i'm
0: talking about him a, a... a lot of my friends i mentioned this before a lot of my friends that i had in the past are not my friends anymore when right. i came out yeah oh, so, so well but but that how was,
1: how what, what, what how funny would that thing? be not like that but like i'm just saying not being friends with whatever <laughs> Well, how
2: funny would that be if you guys actually became friends after that? It's like you helped him realize Well, we never that... really
0: talked after that because well, I yeah. felt like that was fucking stupid and you put me in a predicament I shouldn't have been in. Oh, yeah, and, absolutely. and he was too embarrassed to to even confront the situation that
2: happened. That he accuses somebody else yeah. and then goes to fight somebody yeah. else and then it's this whole thing. Yeah, that's Yeah. Yeah, no, that's obviously pathetic. But just, just the idea that you guys go out for drinks afterwards and you're just like, Man, My my girlfriend's a cheating bastard, and so is my so is my best friend. So upsetting. And then you guys clink the beers. (laughs) Yeah,
0: no, no, it wasn't like that back then. It was it was very back then. For a lot of my stories, sound like like. All the like ones. like like i'm telling like long stories but it's just so a funny. lot of the a lot of it is just true it's just how it happened and i can't explain why i always was put in these moments but a lot of it taught me a lot of shit after that i started really learning you know i don't want these kind of friends anymore i don't want to be with these kind of people i don't like this kind of people and i don't like these people with these kind of so attitudes. you start like
2: assessing your boundaries yeah. and what you really need from your job yeah, or, yeah and do. like your and people. then i yeah. was like and
0: then that's why you know even when I started working, you know, it was funny because she warned, like, our boss, she warned everybody about me but him. I had to get the warning for Purple. It was the opposite way. Everybody else got the warning
2: about me coming in. Really? But I was she, not warned about you, but maybe you I had cooled either. down that's, by the I time that. funny.
1: I wasn't warned. She was well, like, by the oh, time dark's we, coming in. She was like, no, nah, you'll be fine.
0: Yeah, no, because she was like, like I said, she was kind of like, no, you're the one that needs to watch out like you don't get it you're very mouthy, and he's the type that'll answer you back the way you answer him so if you don't like how you're answering don't answer him that way
2: and by the time that I got around you would like cool down essentially and and purple was long gone yeah. <laughs> i think you were, I, I didn't
0: th- cool down for say as, as so much as i stopped caring true yeah. i stopped caring because the care i had was not being heard right and it got to the point where i felt like it was a waste of my time, period.
2: Yes, exactly. It's a lot of emotional investment for no return. Yes, yeah. yes.
0: With no return interest, no return investment, no nothing. It's You're like just... all work, no reward. Yes, All exactly. work,
2: no play makes Jack a dull boy. That's how that works. No, it makes Jack go...
0: want to hurt people. That's yeah, it makes what Jack with... want to. It makes Jack have some very serious mental illness. Yeah, it makes
2: Jack do the Kubrick stare and have his last name changed to Nicholson, you know? Yeah.
0: <laughs> For real. No, but, I mean, working in many different spots, I'm pretty sure, do you guys have any other horror stories? Like, do you have some from, like... Um,
2: so I used to work at this... Struggle? So so I worked at um, this other job for, like, probably, like, four-ish months before I joined the CB, and and it was... Honestly, it was pretty good, but the only reason why it was pretty good is because I worked the graveyard shifts, and it was a very consistent cast of, you know, of, of workers, because we were relatively understaffed. They're so. called outcasts. <laughs> Well, I worked 8 p.m. to 4 a.m. for a solid four months, and it was really, really fun for me, and I really did appreciate it because it was a lot of consistent people in my life that I really did appreciate at a time where I was really struggling. But the the first month and a half that I worked there, I was exclusively day shift, and it was one of those corporate jobs, like, you know, like very, very, very popular yes. fast food chains. And so that means that it's corporate, so you're literally a number and nobody gives a shit about you. You're very yeah, replaceable. Definitely. But also you're a dime a dozen basically right but then also it is like when you're there and you know what you're doing you're babysitting after four to like four to five people it's 13 different people's first day absolutely nobody knows what's going on it's going way too quickly because you're in you're in the third rush of the day and it's only 9 a.m like you're like you're very much like um well not third rush obviously but more like 15 but like basically like it's so chaotic and, and and not even complicated it just is overwhelming so the, the horror stories that i have from there are, are mostly just from me getting like overwhelmed and not being able to talk to customers very well and so they would yell at me because they would think i was stupid and they would call me um like ableist stupid things about me and it was like uh Okay, I get it. I'm mentally ill, but I really don't need to be called those things like you, like you I'm just trying to function at my first job like this is my first job before I before I left and it was really like It was really mostly just difficult because I was struggling to just come into my own as an adult and um, and I was struggling a lot with like depression and a lot of mental illness and when I was just overwhelmed and things and I would end up just stop talking it was really like detrimental because then all of a sudden people were yelling. And it was like not helping at all. In corporate,
0: it's a lot. I've worked for a few of those things that I was talking about were at corporate restaurants. So I understand the, the quickness and the busyness of the situation. And I think that it makes no sense how certain companies, a cu- you ask the customer to wait and they'll wait. They're not going to complain about the two-hour wait they have. But you work for like small businesses or you know places like that, and they just feel like they could just rip right into you. Like, oh, nobody comes here anyway, and it's like that. That's exactly why you should have called this order in. You know what I mean? Because because we nobody were prepared orders for this. this, much. this. Yeah, yeah, nobody
2: orders that. Who the hell orders that in the that? drive-through? No less. You know what I mean? Like, like, like big corporations like McDonald's can like easily, easily. easily. Pump yeah. out a hundred nuggets all at once in a drive through setting. My, my dad does it every single year for Christmas. Every single year without fail. And they'd never even think twice and they just ring it up and they go. Yeah. Because it's easy. It is easy for them. They're prepared for that. They of things. have the equipment. Yes. yes. And they have the manpower and they ha- and it's quick and it's fast and it's not, like, it, it, it is nothing like the system that we work with. And so when people come into the drive through and they ask for, like, crazy, crazy orders like that. All of a sudden we're supposed to just be like have it you know what i mean
0: and it's about you know trying to keep up on like so many different things like keeping up on food costs and everything it's it's just time consuming and it's draining to put your emotion into something like that mm-hmm. so i and it's funny because i was always told if you work really really hard this is the real horror story people you're told all your lives to work really, really fucking hard. And you'll make it to where you want to get That's a lie. (laughs) But it's a fucking lie because of the fact that there will always be somebody there who wants your job better than you. There will always be somebody there who's trying to, you know, who's, who's jumping the line to get ahead. There's always somebody who's better than you. There's always somebody. And I've heard all of these things from, from people growing up and working at all the places I work. Oh, this person is faster than you. This person does this more than you. You know, and you're always trying to put your whole heart into something that you care about. It's
2: hard to put your whole heart into a little system we like to call capitalism.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's
2: soul-sucking completely.
0: And people wonder why, like, you're sitting there going, this is just the most horrible, horror story I've ever had in my life. And people, and other people are going oh my God, quit complaining, just do your job. But in the end, yeah. there's the same people that don't have to deal with these yelling ass people. They're the same people that don't have to clean up the dining room after their child throws up. They're the same people that don't have to clean up after the people that don't pick up after themselves. These yeah. And we don't get tips. We don't get paid enough to do this. But hey, as long as the minimum wage gets up and they keep raising the minimum wage, that's your guys' raise. You know, yeah.
2: As if the, and everything else doesn't get like up to and with along I with I remember, like, I
0: remember asking our boss once uh, if I could get a raise, and she said, "You guys just got one." And I was oh, like, "No, that's that the shit. raise of minimum. The, that isn't a raise. You didn't give me that."
1: I would have to. I had to clarify that a few times. Actually, now just bringing that up, I got pissed because basically, me and another person were managers, and I wasn't. I wasn't trying to be salty, but like. I wasn't making more than them, but also I knew more than them, and I was like, no, I've been here longer, I know more. This person just found out this. Like, I remember one time I had to help sell a gift card, a fucking gift card, because all the managers couldn't do it, and I was like, what? Eh, you're supposed to be a fucking manager, and I am not saying like you're not allowed to do it, but like those little things and like watching over everybody, like I need a fucking raise, mm-hmm. and I hated the shit of like, oh well, you just minimum wage just came up, this and that. Well, you know, you just did this. I'm like. How? The
2: only reason why minimum wage went up is to match the new upped prices. That yes. is what happens. That is literally like, like I I was and kind companies... of excited when, when minimum wage went up, but then I realized that my rent was going up too. And yeah. It meant absolutely nothing. Yeah,
0: and that's why companies that actually do that, I'm going to be the first to say if nobody else will, you guys are fucking disgusting, dude you guys need to learn some fucking manners and learn what a fucking raise really is because it isn't the up of minimum wage. It's you've worked hard. We watched you. We've been seeing how hard you've been working. We've been seeing how hard you've been trying and you deserve this over everybody else. Even if it's 25 cents, 10 cents, it's something, it's something, Mm -hmm. but But don't promise somebody something. something like I hated, working at another company that was my horror story was is I worked so hard and that's why I quit being our boss's boss was because I worked so hard to earn it and every time they determined your raise on your work ethic so you started off with 25 cents and they would just deduct it every time you made a fucking mistake so by the end of the semester or the end of the term I would always end up with 10 cent fucking raise a That's 10 close. cent raise. Yeah. You promised 25, but I only get 10 because I didn't close the night right one night out of fucking 170 days. I didn't freaking do this after working. What is it? That one time when I worked at that place and I literally, uh, I don't remember if our boss was there already or she just started, but like. I remember her running into me and she was like, "Why are you drinking so many energy drinks?" And I said, like, "Because have I have up. not had a day off in a week and a half." I've worked every single day full fucking shifts.
2: Like yes. and you get nothing. And two
0: for days it. out of those out of that week and a half were fucking double shifts.
2: Yeah. I
0: went home for an hour, I slept and I came home, went back to work and closed. I put my life into that job only to be told somebody's always better than me. They're faster yeah. than me. And even one who was older than me got the job because he was supposedly faster. No, it was how much ass you could fucking kiss. And I guess I just couldn't kiss enough ass because you know why? This guy doesn't kiss ass unless I want to kiss that ass.
2: Oh, right. And, and and that's that, again, brings it all the way back to the like the problems with capitalism. is yes. is Notice how... Every person that, that that you can think of that is rich right now are the worst human being on earth. The way the way that they got that rich was by being a horrible, horrible, horrible person is underpaying their workers, stepping over toes, backstabbing, just being cruel overall. And we're not talking about the people that earn that money. No, we're talking about it. the people that abuse the system and then continuously use it against the working class
0: yes like it it
2: is like it it is taking advantage of the problems with. and that's a horror
0: story for anybody who works
2: absolutely because then you sit there and you wonder if you have to become a horrible person to even afford a home my mental illness
0: has had me so bad because of the fact that I had to deal with this fact imagine being 16 17 living on your own working your first job and then you're got you. you having this kid and you're doing all this stuff only to realize that not only because my own mistakes which i didn't have a high school diploma which i understand that was my choice right. that was my decision so i'm gonna live with that that was my fault right but then the rest of the time knowing that no matter how hard you tried to do anything you were never going to really own a house you weren't going to be like all these other people in the it world. was
2: it's like it's serious you will always
0: live in a broke down Ugly apartment. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's the way the mentality that started driving into my mental illness. It wasn't just childhood trauma. It wasn't just what you call it. it was it's the trauma feeling... of understanding how the world really was and it sinking in and then me going, God damn it. I'm never going to win. I'm because, I'm now yeah. part of what I always didn't want to be. And that's the fucking statistic.
2: Right. Absolutely, and and, th- and there's so much to get into that as well because it's it's hard too because then you, you know, as a kid, you grew up knowing that if you go to college, you can immediately get a good job and then you'll be able to do which all is this a lie things, too. Which is also a complete lie because college puts like so many people in debt before they're even out of college. Or
0: they graduate and then they get told, oh, you just need some experience and then here's the thing that always – always bothered me in the working world how are you going to tell somebody that just graduated college that they need more experience is there an experience tree that you guys all know about because let me know because i want to go grab some leaves
2: well i I, can't get a job i can't get a job if i don't have experience well how do i get experience Experience. you get a job Exactly. Yeah. So where do you get where is this magic job absolutely but that then, you're gonna but then Also if 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 somebody happens to give you a chance, it is one of those lower level yes. jobs. It is the minimum yes. wage job that you will not it be is. able to pay your rent and, with. And it in is. our
0: field, in my new field, it's cleaning cages, cleaning yeah. shit. Yeah. Mopping floors. Yeah. Picking up after everybody else, throwing their trash
2: out. Absolutely. That's that's where we start from at the bottom. Right. But then then also all of like customers and things like that especially in like restaurant um, like work like you know all that kind of stuff people don't see you as people yeah they oh. see you with a script that's they're gonna say a select few things and you're gonna respond to them in a select few different ways and they will help you depending on what you say at, or they will hurt you because because you you don't say the right you thing
0: know, I ha- I actually had another horror story from CV that oh. just happened the other day
2: okay. you, better, you better tell us now okay
0: one people don't try to play us if you're coming into an establishment please do not try to play us we are not stupid you cannot bring in a coupon from a time oh my god i was here with in which the restaurant actually was under a different ownership and come in and tell me that i have to accept this coupon or they're, you're gonna see the company let me explain to you something if you were out there listening right now i'm sorry but you're fucking stupid and a piece and of shit fuck you and and you know something you you had the nerve to sit there and come into my establishment and tell me i have to accept a fucking coupon no when you bring an old coupon in and If it is under this, a different ownership and the company technically changed, it's fucking incorporated to a different corporation. You cannot sue them for old coupons. You cannot threaten them and do not think that as managers, we can change that. I told this person, this person came in and this lady demanded, I take a coupon from back when the old owners were still there.
2: Oh. From back when the old owners were still there, and it didn't even it didn't even like, have the name on it. It yeah. didn't even have an expiration date. Like it didn't have nothing. It, That's it, stupid
1: because even the old owners had coupons with expiration dates. Yeah,
2: like and 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 so it had no expiration. It had nothing. It was like clipped from a magazine, but it, they it had some of the verbiage that we use within our yes. menu items for sure. And so we we're, were we were pretty sure that it would. But it, even I literally have call the new owners.
0: I had to call the new owners and ask them, did you put out any new coupons? And they said, no, not since the 10%. And I said, okay, well, this lady's here. No, you will not accept it. It is not valid. We will not be taking any old coupons. So I turned around and I told them, I said... We cannot take this. And the first thing she says to me is, are you fucking serious? Are you fucking stupid? Do I'm you like, realize? No, you, are. you can't read. Do me. you realize I could fucking see you guys because you wouldn't accept this coupon and it has your company. It's from your company, which means you have to, you have to honor it. And oh. I said, and I said, excuse me, ma'am. First off, I called our owners and we don't have no new coupons out. Secondly, you cannot sue us, and you know. And she goes, Okay, so what are you gonna do to solve this problem? I said, I, I said, Take your card, and you're gonna pay a regular price. And she goes, I will not. And then she goes, She turns around, and she's like, You know what? Fuck it, just give me my coupon and give me my thing back. I'm gonna go somewhere where they're gonna actually honor their stuff. And I said, Okay well if you're gonna go to the other store i'm gonna let you know it's not gonna change anything mm-hmm. and i started to smile because at yeah this you point, started
2: to kind of like laugh because she I started was to laugh so because, preposterous like she was so like angry for no reason but then also like <laughs> oh what she God. was asking for and it made ridiculous. her madder because
0: i started laughing it made her mad she got even madder because i started laughing i said well it's not gonna change anything <laughs> and then she just was like she just looks at me and gives me the, oh, you're laughing at me. Oh and my. I was like, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no, no. I'm not going to have this. I'm not having this. So she got her coupon and her card back. And lady, if you don't want to ever come back, don't fucking come back.
2: You're like, please.
0: But honestly,
2: know, be my guest and never come back.
0: Yeah. And you know, and that's because of the fact, like I said, I normally do not treat customers this way. I'm a little, I'm a lot nicer towards them. I want to be there if they need anything. I want to serve you. I'm here to serve you. I get paid to serve you. But I do not get paid enough to deal with your fucking attitude. Nor do I get paid enough to Mm -hmm. fucking sit there and put up with the shit you want to fucking the shenanigans you want to pull.
2: Absolutely. I really don't. And it, it's funny because, yeah. like, like that situation happened a couple of weeks ago. She was, like, talking about, like, I was hearing it a little bit. She was she was yelling, like, really loudly. And you could hear her through the drive-thru window. She was very much like, I'm going to get a lawyer, and I'm going to find a way to sue your guys'. I'm going to sue your asses. Da-da-da-da-da. Over food. Over fo- over a coupon. Go home and over make, an make it. an old coupon. And it's like, <laughs> and, and I I was thinking about it, and I was like, dude. Flour,
0: egg, flour, bitch. That's yeah. all I gotta say. Double bread your,
2: <laughs> double bread it, yeah. you know, like
0: panko. You can make it taste better. Trust me. I
2: swear you'll make it probably taste better. But anyway, like I said, like like, as you were talking about it, I remembered that she was like, "I'm gonna get a lawyer." Now this happened like a couple of weeks ago. You think she's found that lawyer yet? Because I think that honestly, she probably went to somebody and they laughed in her face. Honestly,
0: like. I heard that she went to the other story and she got did? told the same thing. Oh my god. <laughs>
2: You're kidding, you're really ass. she yeah. oh this made my day. That's so funny. She got humbled twice. Twice. Yeah.
0: And they got and they literally told her the same thing, we can't accept that and she got she half impact and just drove off. So she's going to KFC. That's That's, funny. Funny. That's, That's fine. That's so fine. You can go to KFC. Funny.
1: Now now that you bring that up, there's actually a review about me and it's kind of related to that. Oh my god, really? I guess I made someone oh. feel like a, a and I'm quoting this, a criminal because I wouldn't take their coupon that expired two days prior. And I pointed, I remember this too, because they brought a coupon and they were like, Can I use this? And I was like, No, it's been like expired for literally like two or three days. And they were like, You can't just accept it. And I was like, No, I just said it was expired. Like, You can't take it. You can't <laughs> there's take an expiration date. Yeah. <laughs> and the truth is like, That's so stupid. I'm going to marry to write a review. And I was like, Okay, yeah, go ahead, buy. Like, I don't give a fuck. And then, like, later I found it. And there's actually another review too, like, me and my friends my other coworkers actually look through all the reviews, and there's a few I know that's, like, me. Like, one of them, especially because for, like, that long period of time of, like, oh. when I first became drive through, in about, like, another year or two, I was the only guy drive through person. So whenever someone said, oh, this guy in drive through," and then I look at the time, and I'm like, oh, that's me. That's this is person... like, I'm proud of my work. Oh, like... definitely. So, like, we don't have regular ranch at our – well, we do, but we don't have, like, the thing we sell the most. It's not regular ranch. It's, like, a sweet combination but Fucking like, gross is what it is, bro. I like it. Don't. Well, I I like it a little bit.
0: Oh, you guys are both gross.
1: Well, okay, like, no, no, no. I, I
0: will not. Know. Well,
1: I
2: not even a bit. Okay, band. I again, I like it a little bit. Like I'll have like maybe one cup.
0: We're horror stories, <laughs> making the sauces.
1: <laughs> Fucking, honestly, that was a shit show. Fucking anyway, I was so they're like, can we get ranch? And I was like, oh, do you want you know the our the signature sauce, sauce or ranch? Because, like, the signature sauce, like, it doesn't taste anything like ranch, even though we describe it as a sweet ranch. And they were like, oh, uh, they said some." I guess they were, like, complaining that, they said I made a really big deal about it, and they got mad because, another thing, too, is we're actually right next to a McDonald's, so, like... They could have went in there and got ranch. Yeah, no, but the thing is, we're next to a McDonald's, so, like, people ask for french fries, and we don't have any, so when we give them... Thick-ass potatoes, they get fucking mad, especially for their kids. It happens to, like, everybody. They ask for fries, and if we don't... Either we give them the potatoes without telling them they're fries and they get mad, or we don't have fries and they get mad. And I told them that we don't have fries. It's like, they're not fries. They're fucking fat potatoes. And I guess they got mad that I corrected them and they said oh that i made God. them feel really stupid when well, they okay. get
2: mad at like like correcting you like like okay i i did this a little bit into the beginning of me being a, a drive-through person because i used to get really on to people i used to literally be like you know i like we do not have mcnuggets we do not have a mcnuggets it's not if it, that's not how that works it's all that kind of thing but then also like i'd be like oh we don't have fries we have this and it was because it was the naming thing people would be like oh well they're the same thing and i'm like Actually, it's not the same thing. Yeah, if no. you use your brain for two seconds, it they're not the same thing literally at all.
0: I've noticed no matter where you go, because I was sitting in a, a Jackbox driving through once, and I heard the lady say, "Can I get some of the McNuggets?" There's like they're just like, "Oh, would you like some of the Nuggets?" No, I like some of the McNuggets. Yeah, the McNuggets. And it's like, and they're, yeah. they're, they're just like okay
2: what size would you like that in like they just avoided it after that it was just like what size would you like those well, <laughs> when they double down when they double down all of a sudden you're like oh you are not you can't be helped oh god like, That
1: are just a point of beyond no return type thing. you can't be
2: helped you genuinely think like that oh you poor soul <laughs> you know yeah
0: exactly and i i mean damn i've worked so many jobs i got so many horror stars dude did I ever tell you guys about the time when I got hired on as an assistant manager, only to uh, find out everyone, including the GM, was embezzling? Oh,
2: yeah, oh you my told god! Me about you that. told me. I need. Yeah, yeah. You, I need you to detail this okay. right now.
0: So, I worked for this company, and I've worked for this company at least twice in my lifetime, and uh, the first time was just regular but the second time i just got out of culinary school and i just graduated and everything with honors and i needed a place to do something and everywhere i went every restaurant i applied at danny's you know i applied at a couple hotels and stuff like that one of them gave me an interview and i got to try it out for like two days three days and i just wasn't what they were looking for as a chef But I understand that I was up against younger people. It was kind of like they basically were like, it's like a tournament. Yeah. And I was like, what do you mean? And they go, well, whoever cooks the best, we're going to keep and whoever doesn't. So no pressure. But anyway, so (laughs) no pressure at all. But (laughs) so I did these jobs and like I went and applied at this one and it was because my mother was working there. And she mm-hmm. said, I'll get you the job at this establishment. It's a corporation, though. And they're looking for an assistant manager to be under the jam because, you know, everybody else there, there's something like
2: sus something about them. There's fishy going on. There's something <laughs> sus about them.
0: Except for a couple. <laughs> Except for a couple. They were, they were uh, really cool managers. But uh, there's something sus going on. So I said, okay. So I said, sure. I can figure this out real quick because I just got out of school. So I know all the numbers. I know how to do orders. I know how to do everything. So I said, sure, I'll take it. So I took the job. I started working and I was in about four months when I finished my training finally in like about three weeks or something. Okay. And then four months later I was working there and I started to notice there was something wrong with the numbers.
2: Ooh. the
1: math is a mathy.
2: Oh See,
0: no! the problem with it is, is we were supposed to be making, and this is a corporation. So on average, you already know from working at a corporation a month that,
2: like, it's, it's the numbers not, are high. Yeah, it's a pretty high number. And it's, it's always consistently a high number. It's
0: consistently a high number. So. We're doing all this stuff, and I worked with another manager, and he really, really thought he was the shit. And one night, we're working together, and this is where I started to realize something shady is going on. Because first, this guy would have a guy that would come in through the back door and sell shit to the crew members. What? And I'm not just talking regular shit. No, no. I'm talking stereos whatever you were looking for whatever you wanted
2: like 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 uh, like like the guy. Redemption,
0: yeah like, he would open his back van and say what would you like girl, to buy stolen
1: merchandise, the black market oh yeah my it was God. almost like a
0: black market. yeah it was because they had a couple back then the hottest wow. thing was the uh playstation 2 or the playstation 3.
1: and he just like had and he
0: had five he had five of them. I think the new Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty yeah, just those came out. sold
1: out at the time too. So and like, and
0: he had a bunch in the back of his truck. Jesus. And a bunch of other things you just couldn't imagine. Like I'm talking, like he, opening he a was, trench coat. he was, coat, like, he he's was got like
2: things in there.
0: Bro, he was like a van, one of those really long vans with all the seats like taken out, and you could literally it walk in shit. there filled with shit, blankets. I know, yeah everything it was like a fuck a flea market in there bro you That's, could be even bro towards the front of the van he literally had fruits and shit you like it was, was like a, a fucking flea was, market it was everything. a touring he flea had a, market yeah it was like a touring fucking flea market costco bro and he had all this shit in there and fucking and you would go in there and i looked once and i said well how much for this and then when he told me it was only like $200 for it. Like, I looked, and I said, really, $200? Because the market sale at that time was 300 And I said, just 200 I said, can I talk you down to 150 And he goes, how about 160 180 or something like that? And I said, uh, no, I, so you... I don't want this no more. Something's something, wrong. something, The you didn't sense come... the
1: bargaining, it's like, uh...
0: And and most people would take it, but then I said, you know, I kind of don't have that cash on me. And what threw me off was when he turned around and said this, oh, well, we got a credit program. You could pay me every time I come in. So this means every week he he's coming system. in at yeah. the same fucking time. So And this other manager was allowing him to do this.
2: Mm-hmm. That's like, that's some weird fucking black market
0: shit. And then when he would order food, the manager would give it to him for free. He would put in his manager codes and do and that's a, a part d- of free his discount. Cr- that's
2: probably a part of his credit program.
0: So then I'm like, okay. I just look at the stuff. I said, oh, okay. And then I really just didn't get paid. Honestly, let's just put it real. If I had the 180 I probably would have paid it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I actually didn't get paid for another because I just, it was during that time period where you're not getting paid and you get paid every two weeks. So I probably would have bought it. And I'm getting fucking assistant manager pay. Fuck yeah. But anyway, but I, I just like, I was like, no, thank you. And then he says, he turns around. He goes, if you like other stuff, I have that too. And I was just like, huh?
2: Other stuff? And I, I'm like
0: and I'm like, what do you mean? He like goes an right And now? then that's when he does the thing where he puts his two fingers together and oh he god. does like he's smoking oh a joint. Oh my god. And then and he when he goes like this drugs. and then when oh. he went like this, like across his nose with this oh. with this with, with his hand, I knew he was talking about coke or crank or something. And I was oh like god. Uh no, you know, I don't I'm need anything right good. now. I'm, I'm kinda fine. good. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Bro. So I go back inside. And this, and I know this doesn't sound real, but you got to remember, this is Stockton, mm-hmm. and this is off of Arch Road. Okay, this is out in the middle of fucking nowhere. So in the freeways, right there, if like we we've gotten robbed, and literally they just hopped on the freeway and they got away.
1: Yeah. He's Nobody found
0: him. You know. So, uh, but that's another horror story to talk about. But uh, anyway, um, so basically. Um, It turned out in the end, I went and did the count for the end of the night on my shift. This was the last night I was going to be babysat and I turned in the slip. It was a good, I'm not going to lie on this. It was a good six grand. Wow. 6,000, I believe seven hundred and thirty four dollars and eighty five cents because i fucking remembered the tag and everything and that's why i tell the story because i remember the fucking number
1: like it was burned into my brain
0: yeah no it was because i got scared i was about to lose my fucking career
1: (laughs)
2: and so so you had to like think back into your brain but we haven't even gotten to that part of the story yet. yeah
0: no so i i do the drop i i take the bag and each bag you rip a little slip off you tape it to the the paper that you fill out oh, with yeah, all the those, money on yeah. it, and it has a code on it. That's the code to the bag. The bag has to match the code in order for it to be bank dropped. Mm-hmm. So that was for one night, six thousand something dollars, and I just worked a whole night shift. I went in, I believe, around uh, six in the afternoon, and didn't get off till seven a.m. Mm-hmm. So I did everything. I put the bag, did the drop and I clocked out and I said, I'm going home. He said, okay, good luck on your new job because you're now the assistant. And I said, okay. And I said, yeah, thank you. And I leave. And then at this time I was with my ex and my ex wife actually got called into work early. So I didn't have a ride home. Mm -hmm. So then the guy turns around and says, well, I'm off in 45 minutes. I could give you a ride home. Mm -hmm. So I said, okay, so he gives me a ride home, and he starts talking about some really weird stuff. Like he's like, "Oh, what would you do? Like, you know, that dude he sells a lot of stuff. Blah blah. blah. He can say, he can get you anything, bro. He's like the top of the line. Blah 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 blah. He's telling me all this stuff. He's like, I bought shit from him before. It's fucking good. But and I'm just a like, drug okay. Dealer, bro. And I'm just like, oh no no yeah. He seems like cool people because, you know, during that time. A lot of people didn't understand my mentality. My mentality was a survival mentality. I'm not going to go against what you're saying. I'm just going to say, okay, and let you talk all the talk you want to have. Because in the end, I'm not trying to start shit with other people. I don't like other people anyway. But I'm very you But you're not going to, yeah. I'm not going to feed into your shit. Yeah. So, like. I would turn around and, like I said, I would. I was just listening to him talk and talk and talk and talk, and then he said, "So if you ever had the chance to like take some of that drop money, would you do it?" And I was like, "No." Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I said, "Nah." I said. He goes, "What would you do if you found out somebody did?" I said, "They would be terminated on the spot."
2: Yeah, like yeah. they and would he be looked turned into the police. And, and he literally
0: looks right at me and goes. Oh, yeah, I feel that. Yeah, no, I was just playing about all that other stuff. Mm-hmm.
1: That's definitely, like, some type of initiation shit right there. Like, yeah, and like I didn't you?
0: pass it. Yeah, and I didn't pass yeah. initiation.
1: Sorry, there's a doggy coming in. I'm trying to get
2: him Yeah, but me. no, that's
1: definitely, like, some initiation shit. They want to see your mentality because, like, they don't want to just straight up ask you and then you say no and then they get put on the spot. So they have to, a quote-unquote, what is it called? Um... What's the name? Sorry.
2: Well, I mean, they, they, when they uh, want to implicate you for something, so they sort of like dig their own grave so that you confess to something.
1: Uh-huh.
2: I'm not quite sure what no, you mean No, it's
1: like but... people use it to describe a fake scenario, but like it's really real. Oh my god. I can't I, think don't, of a... I
2: don't know. I know talking. what you're talking about, I but but I, I don't quite I mean, remember. Yeah, like, I don't the know term. the word,
0: the term for it, but yeah, no. And that's what he was doing. And. I failed the test and he dropped me off at home. And that was that I went home. I fell asleep for about maybe 45 minutes to an hour. And then I get a phone call. The GM says she needs me to come in immediately. And I said, yes, (laughs) ma'am. And I got up and I told my mom, hey, mom, you're the only one with the car here. Can you drop me off at work, please? There's an emergency. And she says, well, yeah, mijo, you know, I got to go in at this time. So, I mean, I could go in early. I'll go in early. Uh So, I said, okay. So, she takes me over there. And it's now my day off. I have now have two days off, by the way. Yeah. So, I'm on my day off. And I'm like, okay, fuck it. I'm going in. So, I go in there. And I'm sitting there. And I'm talking to the GM. GM says, did you notice anything weird happening tonight? I said, no. She said, who gave you a ride home? And I said, oh, the manager did because my wife couldn't come pick me up because, you know, whatever. My mom was sleeping. She has to work in a, in a few hours. Yeah. And she's like, okay, okay, well, um, I just want to let you know that, you know, do you know anything about, like, missing money or anything? I said, no, I don't know nothing about missing money. Like I just became assistant
1: manager. Yeah, I'm like
0: barely, I just, I'm under you, you know, is there something you would like to tell me that's going on that I need to investigate? And she was like, no, it doesn't need to be investigated. It's right here. And then she's like, and then she kind of like, she's like, I don't know what's going on. And I said, are you sure you don't know what's going on?
2: Like, I don't know what's keeps going on. She asking some weird questions, and it's like, and you're just sitting there completely clueless. Like,
1: it's like that tactic to make people who are in the wrong, like, feel pressured and shit, you know what I mean? To, like, but confess, yeah. You're obviously, yeah. like, clueless, so you're like, what? Yeah, like, you're so, completely so, clueless.
0: Yeah, so I'm completely clueless. So what ends up eventually happening is she says, your drop last night was supposed to be this much, was it not? And I said, yes, it's in the paperwork. What? Where's the paperwork? And then she goes, the paperwork's right here, but the bag number, plastic bag number, is missing. And the oh. bag that is in there is missing. Uh, All of like, that like, money? No, it's missing $4,000 from it. Oh, my God. What the fuck? So there's only 2000 and something now. And the paperwork has been crossed out with the pen and changed with, like, whiteout. So she said, did you make any mistakes? I said, no, I did not make any mistakes. I don't make mistakes. I just got out of school. I know how to do this paperwork. And I'm I'm not stupid. Basically, I'm good with money. Yeah. So she turned around. She says, okay. She says, well, I'm letting you know the drop is missing this much. And all I have is this bag number. I said, that's not the bag number. And she goes, excuse me? I said, oh. Oh. And I pulled out my phone, and I took and I took a picture. Oh, because I was yeah. taught in culinary school when you do drops, you take the picture of the of the drop number, yeah. so that, that way is. you always have it. So that way, if anything like that I did, and I never thought it was going to happen but to me, you just, but it might built it, into your brain. But You're in because you no, know, what what actually it was, once that dude showed up with the band, is when I realized I like something. I need, to take I need to start taking pictures of this. So I took a picture of it the first time I ever did it oh! and I took a picture of it and it was actually my saving grace because I showed her and she goes, oh, okay, well, where is it? And I said, where's the, uh, has the trash you. Yeah. And I said, well, is the trash taken out yet? And she says, no. And I said, okay, I want all these trash cans and I grabbed the trash can underneath the thing. There's the slip one in the trash can in the office. Ooh. There's the first part. Now, to prove it was not me, I need the
2: bag. Oh, and then you had to look. Oh, God. You had to look through all the trash. I
0: jumped in the dumpster because the trash man was about to come in two hours oh to dump the
2: trash. God.
0: They planned this. Yeah. They set me up and hired an assistant, but I'm going to get more into that. Oh, God. So, I found it. Yeah, And I turned around and I pulled it out of the trash and I showed it to her. I took a picture of it and I said, you have a problem. You need to figure this out. You're the GM. Yeah, you're
1: like, this isn't my shit.
0: And I said, don't make me go to corporate because I will. Yeah. And she says, okay, no, 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 blah, blah, blah. We don't need to do that. Blah, 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 blah. So then all of a sudden I get a call from an Indian man and he claims he's the owner oh and he tells me do not show up to work anymore uh i need to come in but he's gonna schedule a day for us to come in what? and i'm like well, "What?" Okay. yeah so i get there at the meeting and i'm like dude please don't tell me this is and then all of a sudden i notice them everybody's there in regular clothes
2: oh no so
0: then i walk in you're like what's your going uniform? on like they just switched ownership
2: Oh, okay, okay.
0: They just sold the, the franchise to another person. The yeah, yeah, franchise yeah. original owner sold it to another person. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: And he did investigating and during that meeting he literally said, Uh, you won't be seeing these three people. Oh, because it's because we found out that since this time to this time, this is before I started working here. Oh they've been embezzling four thousand, six thousand, seven thousand, eight thousand, four thousand, five thousand, six thousand numbers and shit. <laughs> yes, and started listing the numbers and said they basically stole almost altogether a quarter of a million almost. That's
2: ridiculous. Between
0: three managers. That's the like GM and the, the two other way managers. I'm not and the two other managers and he says and you were acting assistant right at the time and i said yes sir i said i do realize this looks really bad and then that's when he said explain your case to me and i I explained it And and i explained everything to him that happened and i showed him the number i took where i found the bag Because I took a picture of the bag in the dumpster, and then I pulled it out, and then I took a picture of it in my hand. Yeah. So I showed him everything, and he goes, okay, he goes, I'm going to offer you an opportunity of a lifetime because the reason you weren't terminated and arrested is because I found out the three people that were embezzling. Yeah. They are being arrested. I said, but you, he goes, how would you like to take over as GM of the store? Oh. And... I denied and quit you're like I,
1: don't want
2: you're like, do, I do not want to deal with I it, said Ever. honestly
0: I said I thank you for the opportunity sir but and if he's listening he's probably gonna be like that's the dude he was so cool <laughs> yeah and he was just like he goes I told him I said I thank you for the opportunity sir you're, you look like you're a really great man but after to do with after this <laughs> situation I just don't want to deal with this anymore I don't think because that is... was a
2: lot of stress to put you through after, yeah.
0: after yeah. you worked all was, the time and I was pulled off of work for almost like four to five days. Jesus. I was scared. You don't know every day. I thought the cops were just going to come in and arrest and me. Yeah, and they were just pointing all the fingers at me. And, and I realized jokes. it when I handed her that bag and I said, "This is no longer my problem. This is something you need to deal with because you're right. GM." I was expecting the district or something like that to come in and you know,
2: yeah,
0: just start cleaning house and doing stuff like that. But no, they didn't. They were just like, like they they sw- They were switching. They were switching ownership anyway. So it was between the switching that you know that that it new guy took to over, and then, the, and then and then they started doing the numbers. And when the numbers didn't match what the store was supposed to be making, mm-hmm. it obviously proved that there was a embezzling problem and it wasn't just one person it couldn't just be one person taking money and swapping it out in the registers it had to be somebody who was taking drops yeah and lowering the drop numbers
2: yeah
1: damn
0: it had to be yeah it, which is why the guy sold it off to begin with because he said why did i buy a franchise when i'm not making any money for the past year i've been right. losing money
1: yep. and
2: so then they did an investigation wow that is like a that is a like harrowing story. you've got like soap operas for work horror stories you, it's dude, a whole a like book. just a book. <laughs> I should write a book I
0: worked at too many jobs a I probably telenova. shouldn't have job jump so much
2: for real
0: we can honestly write just a
2: mini
1: book about
2: CB <laughs> like CB a memoir written by Dark and Moth and Purple and yes. probably some, some oh, comedy l- a from lot of others from, from, from some com- other special guests yeah some special guests yeah, yeah special appearances you know that's adorable cause like you know it's pretty important I think there's a there's so much to talk about with, with yeah, all that of stuff. Yeah, we have to do, stuff. like, a
1: specifically CB story, like, episode. That oh, man. Be, like, a nightmare. Yeah,
0: I don't know if we would do that only because I don't want them to hear it when they're going oh, right. yeah, sure. to get
2: Ellen Oh, right. Oh, yeah, we have to be because a little bit Because some
0: people have already told... The new people about a podcast already. I, it's been mentioned, and they oh, said, no. "Oh, so you do a podcast?" And I was like, "Oh, uh, okay. no. Uh, no." We we're, were, and I believe I answered was, "Oh, we were thinking about it, <gasps> me and a friend." And I left it at that, but I didn't say it was a friend at work. I didn't say who. It was. I just said me and a friend are thinking about starting it yeah. down. Yeah, because I honestly feel like anything we say, anything about the company itself, even using the word CB, they would probably just so try to sue me. us or fire us. Probably. And,
2: and, and it's like, here's the thing. You know, like, I I mean, even if I was offended as, like, a new owner and I found out that two of my, my now employees were on a podcast talking about how they don't really like the job and all that kind of stuff, I mean... Look at their work ethic. Look at the way that they actually do their job. I wouldn't. I would consider, you know, just letting I it go. I would consider
0: this a venting podcast. Yeah,
2: yeah <laughs> Plus because it's not like we're
1: using like actual names. And shit we're not like using
2: that. actual names. We're not name dropping anybody so like, and all this kind of stuff. But but that's the thing. It is it, it, is it's like, you know, you can. I feel like if you look at the way that Dark and Moth and I, because obviously Purple doesn't work around here anymore. If you look at the way that we work, we're still really good, hard, good, hard workers. Like we get our things done the best of our ability. And it's like, honestly, I think it's completely valid for us to have some complaints about work. But even so, we're not name dropping. We're not doing this. We're not doing that. Exactly. And if so you want to sue us, like you can just, you yeah. can just straight up allow us to continue doing great job. for I have worked, you know, so, in so many
0: places. There was been managers where I respected. There was managers that I didn't give a fuck about. There was managers that I worked with that I was like, you're a piece of shit, you know? Uh, I, same. I, and, and <laughs> it's, and it's been that way all throughout working. And honestly, we're not going to go through specifics and where I worked at that there's people, like I said, cause there's been multiple jobs where I've worked with the manager where I'm like, literally you got hired on as a manager. Don't tell me how to do my fucking job when I earned my way to being a manager. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You didn't. You, you didn't come in here, and do and kiss all that ass, and had to work days that you didn't want to work, holidays even, just to be told, you know, you weren't good enough because this person or good enough because this person. And one of the places, let's get into another horror story. These people, this manager was actually fucking the girls and giving them fucking jobs. So I lost my job to one of the girls that he fucked. Okay.
2: Oh, and so that starting, is
0: fucked up.
2: That is like a horrible dynamic to have too. Cause it's a power. And it wasn't
0: sexual harassment because she, she wanted it and well, she, she, told, she, she bragged about it too.
2: She consented. Oh, but, she
0: bragged about but, it. But but it's, it, but it's like, horror. it is taking yes. advantage
2: of a, of a crazy power dynamic that you can have with the, with a social relationship of boss to employee. Like that is extremely manipulative and can be turned sour very fast. And and I and I, and I that's honestly really fucking stupid, and I feel horrible for that girl. Obviously, she consented, and I, and I hope that she had a great time with that person. But also, I don't like it. Because to me, that's t- student having sex with the teacher to get good grades. That's, yeah. That's a horrible dynamic to to, yeah. to have with another person. And, and it wasn't
0: the only one. There was multiple managers who got hired that way at this time. Horrible. And it, it was stupid. That's it was nice. stupid. Because I worked my ass off. I sweated.
2: I gave my blood, sweat, and tears, and like, I could actually say that. I'm sorry
1: I'm not that. a slut. I swear I'm just a hard worker. You're like, like I'm sorry.
2: All. I'm not a slut. I'm just your common whore. I'm just saying. Like, I mean, and
0: during this time, I was actually, you know, I just barely came out. Right,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. And
0: I literally had, like, it'll, the funny part about working with uh, me in general is that a lot of people don't know unless right. I tell them they don't know
2: yeah it's it's very and i like, come off
0: as a total you know straight man mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't know that and then like at the same job where that was happening i actually got sexually harassed by my managers
2: and they, uh, your your women managers too yes and that. they were
0: women managers on top of that yes and i was very upset about that because i turned around and i told them i was clearly gay and they said well. You, you you know you think you're gay uh but when i'm done with you you won't be gay anymore yeah they're they're sexually harassing you you're going to be straight again like... and i turn around and i said well there's no amount of person in the world that would make me leave my partner so she's
1: like no you're the reason i'm gay people
2: like you people like you are the reason that i am gay and and
0: the messed up part is this if we ever talked about it we like like whenever we would like they would talk about it like i literally told them you know I'm not into that shit because you know my ex-wife cheated on me and all this stuff so I'm not that type of person right you know I'm not into the whole you know doing this and doing that and you know during that time I wasn't polyamorous so it it was very much just me and my partner yeah and and I just did not feel like you know what i mean the way i felt i was like yeah, you I, wanted I felt to be i exclusively
2: felt really monogamous yes. you wanted to be very much with your partner and very loyal all now, that kind of stuff.
0: now does the pimp in me say fuck yeah sometimes yeah yeah i ain't gonna lie <laughs> The pimp in me says, "Dude, okay, I could still pull women," but then in the end, it goes back to you know what? I wasn't flirting with them. I wasn't trying to engage with them on that. And when they said it, I would laugh it off and continue to do my job but until they were it got absolutely to a point
2: ha- sexually harassing you. No,
0: it got to the point where I felt like it was sexual harassment. Was when one of them cornered me in the back of the, of the where there was no oh, camera, bord-
2: bordering on and actual, then both like, of assault. them
0: and then both of them kind of cornered me. And then one of them like went to touch my fucking shit, yeah. and, That's swear, horrible. and 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 oh I, I literally, I literally, I literally said like in the nicest angriest tone I had, which was very hard because these are women. I didn't want to physically assault them because I don't believe in physically hitting women. I don't think any man should I don't be hitting believe women.
1: Hitting and hitting women. I just believe in hitting like fucking whores. I'm just, kidding. I okay. just, I, you know, I'm of the belief that people,
2: nobody should be hitting anybody, but also if somebody fucking deserves it, they fucking I, I deserve it. I love all
1: our three perspectives. One of them's like I don't believe in hitting women. The other one's like I don't believe in hitting anybody. And then there's me, and I'm just like I just want to fucking hit everybody. <laughs> I just want to hit, hit
0: everyone. But yeah, no. So I didn't want to do that. So I literally told him, I said, if you do that. I will let you know, I'm walking out and I'm quitting and this isn't the end, you're going to hear about this. And yeah, they no. just, and then that was very nice. she, And then she just turned around and she goes, oh damn, you got serious real quick, and I just looked at him and then the look in my eye just kind of told him I wasn't fucking with you. Yeah. I'm not fucking with you right now.
2: Yeah, because like, And they like, were like, dang, upsetting.
0: you take everything so personal, and I was like, no, no I don't shit, think because everything you personal. were
2: literally gonna sexually assault me. Yeah, like, like you the were sexually fuck? harassing me for months on end after I came out, and you're denying my identity, and then you uh, you're like you corner me, make me feel deeply unsafe about my body and, and my boundaries, and then you like are you're you, you, yeah, you're gonna be fucking serious. Of course you're gonna yeah. be fucking serious. So.
0: I was like, it was just kind of like that. And like I said, i never reported it. i never did anything because I made my way being manager no matter what, but, and I made it to the point of being our boss's boss, but that job, it was very emotional for me. And I think, I think I learned a lot from there. And that's also why sometimes like in my own personal life, I just don't take sexual harassment like so seriously anymore. It's because it's happened so many times from so many people, and then innuendo
2: Yeah, it's it's honestly horrible, because it's hard to tell whether or not it's supposed to be a joke or not, and then it yeah. gets unsafe, because you don't know whether or not it's a joke.
0: Yeah, so uh, it, it got to the where I was really numb at that job, and then my depression got really bad, and then literally right after that job is when I quit working. I stopped working for five years.
1: Wow, that's Damn. five years Damn. of my well life earned, I had to take honestly, off. a well-earned break, I would say.
2: Yeah, well deserved. Honestly, well deserved because that's such a like a huge thing to like deal with, you know? Because yeah. you know you have to come back to your to being with your emotions instead of just sort of shutting it out because you had a job that you needed to attend to, that kind of
0: thing. Yeah, and it was just kind of like, after that, like I said, I found my thing, and then that's when I started getting treatment for my illnesses and stuff, my mental illness, because I didn't realize there was anything wrong with me. I just started to feel really fucking sad. Right, but and, that's the thing. And, and that's I the thing,
2: like, is, is is that your soul-sucking job sucked the life out of you because you were being it, like harassed. Those women, so <laughs> like those women that were going to suck the soul out of you that you didn't like, want yeah, them to suck the soul out of. It was so
0: bad. Like, and it was
2: capitalism. <laughs>
0: it was so bad. It was like working at a few other places that I worked when I lived with my ex-wife. I would literally cry before I went in. I could not go in one day of work without mm-hmm. crying before I walked in there. And realizing I'm here. I, I'm here. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you don't want to fucking be there. No, it, and it's it, a horrible place to you be. don't want to be
2: there, you know? Burn it down real quick. <laughs> my treat. Come on guys. We're gonna go and become arsonists.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, but not but really though, I just said fuck it. And then like I said, and then I stopped working, I went through my mental illness and I got helped, and then I went and worked at another place. And this fucking place I worked with a friend of mine. She was the manager at this time too. And it was fucking horrible because I fucked up my hands and that's where I fucked up my hands and I needed to get hand oh, surgery. Okay. It was the job before and then that job because there was a, uh, the, the boss only spoke Spanish. So for one, whenever he would talk to me, it would be in Spanish and I would tell him, look, it's been years since I understood Spanish and I listened to Spanish and he would literally tell me like in, in Spanish, you're a fucking Mexican, you're a fucking Hispanic. In some way you should understand Spanish. I shouldn't have to change my language for you. And I told him numerous times, like, yeah, well, you should speak English because there's going to be people who come in here and and you can't talk to because you can't. I couldn't go to him with problems whenever somebody would fucking badmouth me or do something. And I'm talking about I'm the kitchen chef. I am now the, chick, the back kitchen chef and cooking on the grills.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm in charge of that area. I'm literally in charge of that area.
1: Yeah.
0: And I can't tell anybody anything because... Everybody either speaks Spanish or they freaking are not forced to learn any English language.
2: Yeah.
0: And and it's like, okay, so anytime there was a problem, I would go straight to my friend. I'd be like, can you tell them this, please? And then she would be like, yeah, yeah, I'll go tell them. And then like when my hands started hurting, I felt like this. It was, I was cleaning this grill and it was at a fucking angle and you had to take it all apart. And the only way you could clean it was at an angle. It sucked. Yeah. There was no other way to clean it. Yeah, and we you would have to take all these heavy pieces off everything and do all the shit. So the horror story of that that comes out of it was is I was sitting and scrubbing it one day, and I told him my fucking hands were fucked. Like I yeah. something about my, I went home one day and I couldn't even use my hands. Like yeah. they were like just sitting there like this and in sharp pain, like just pain going down my fingers, pain going down my hand, up my arm. And I would, thought I was having a fucking stroke, and yeah. I'm like, "Dude, I." Uh, and then it's like went to tingling. damage. Yeah, then it went to tingling. Yeah, I a
1: Doctor Strange phase.
0: Then I started getting tingling and everything. Doctor Strange <laughs> phase. I fucking love Doctor Strange, bro. <laughs> yeah, know, Doctor right? Strange
1: chance for a sec.
0: And then, like, so we did all that, and then finally, like I said, it got all fucked up, and then I ended up having to take six months. And this is after I started working with purple. Yeah. Like, I had to take, like, almost part. six, seven months off. I remember
1: for a period, you were, like, really fucking hurt. It was, like, you and another person. I remember both opening with you guys. it would be like, you're not allowed to pick that up. You're not allowed to pick that up. And I will literally slap that shit out of your hand. Be like, no. Yeah.
0: Because I would still try to do my job. But that's because I didn't want to get in trouble, you know, for not doing my job. You yeah.
1: know what's
2: funny, though, is that now, like, some amount of years later... Fucking dark, keep like at one point for like a good month and a half. Was it you kept pulling your back hella? Yes, oh, a nerve it in your, lot,
1: but when I was working, yeah,
2: yeah, but but the, but it was crazy because it was like every single day he was like, Oh, yeah, I came unpinched, I was okay now. And then literally, what just happened, he was doing a normal thing. Mm-hmm. And I would, I literally, I kept having him be like, No, 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 no. you're sitting down, I'm gonna pack. And, and by down, the way, I'm gonna do it to
0: this day. I actually get it the people don't like the fact that I don't put the truck away. I was just, someone told another GM that I don't, that they, that how come I don't ever put the truck away and they turn around and told him because he's not going to break his back. Because he's not going to break his back. I'm literally going like a lot of people don't know this. I'm literally going through physical therapy right now. Yeah. Because of your, because of my lower back. If it doesn't fix by the 12 weeks I have,
2: you have to have surgery. They, yeah, like, they might
0: have to do surgery to fix it, and it's because it's constant. It's constant. It's constant. It's a chronic
2: pain, and yeah. it's yes. like, it's and boring. and when people sit that. there and like make fun of you for it, or they'll be like, yeah. "Oh, you're lazy. You're not doing this right," and all this yeah. stuff. I literally, am, I'm also one of those oh, people. Fuck that it literally, all. I'm literally one of those people as well <laughs> that are literally like, "Are you kidding me? Do, like, you want you want Dark to pull his back, and then he cannot do the rest of the shift." He can't even finish unloading the truck. Must less finish when, the like, entire shift.
1: I remember when like certain people saw it as issue. Remember like right before I left, people were like, "If he doesn't get a shit ticket, like that was so stupid." And I remember just pointing that out and just being like, "You're literally telling an injured man to do better, and just get himself <laughs> more injured. Like, are you fucking stupid or are you stupid?"
0: Yeah, no, and that's the horror part about it is 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 other people are being wrote about shit, so then they start writing you, and they don't even care about your concern, whether you're hurt or not. Oh, because so many people say they're fucking hurt. And and the biggest thing that bothers me is is, is when somebody goes, oh, well, I have that same pain oh my God, or the something. Oh,
1: comparison? Yes. Yes. Especially because you know who pulls yeah. that shit all the fucking time. And, like, it's like, no. Everybody experiences pain differently. Plus, like, you're literally going, yeah, just hurt yourself. Or, like, you're telling them like, your pain is a nuisance to me because you can't do your job. It's like, no. It should be the other way around. Like, you should be like, okay, take a couple days off, get help, that way you can come back and can, like, even business-wise, it's like, why don't you have that person who's good at their job recover so that way they can work longer rather than overworking them and then they can't work at all.
2: Yeah. Interesting concept, but have you ever noticed that at these minimum wage jobs, they kind of want clones of the same young, healthy, able-bodied people, and if you stray anywhere beyond that standard you are inadequate and you are not worthy of of literally any any amount of respect any raise that you might want to earn anything like that even if your mind is a little is is a little bit you know what i mean like like say if you're say if you're autistic say that if you're if you have ptsd you see it say that you have literally any mental handicap they they do not like tolerate that at all. And unfortunately, when with minimum wage jobs, those are the only people that you're going to have applying to those places because some, sometimes they could not get the education that they needed or were, or were not able to. And so it's really, really unfortunate when I see people that deal with chronic pain, people that are get injured very easily, people that are older, for God's sake, if they just didn't, if they weren't able to get this specific education route, if they weren't able to do this, this, and this, in this exact sequential order, they're going to be working at a job where they're expected to be perfect, young, able-bodied people. Yeah. Young, able-bodied people. Yes. People that are going to work there for 40 years on end so that they can discard them when all of a sudden they start breaking their own back on the same boxes they used to, pi- they, they used to pick up and put exactly. in the same spot for the yep. last 40 fucking years. Sorry, that was a really, wow. Or or when <laughs> they go
0: to apply for another job, they'll tell them they're overqualified. Yes. You're too qualified. Yeah. Yes, like you're too qualified. Like, and, and that's always bothered me too, because it's like, how the fuck are you too qualified to get a that job, bro? Sense. It that makes make, zero. It's just sense. their way of saying I'm not going to pay you for being experienced. I need somebody who's stupid.
1: So we can tell them. So what to do. So we could
0: tell them what to yeah. do, and not somebody who's just going to take an or take an order and be like, "Hey, check it out." That's why. Why are
2: like, you telling me what to do? You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. And that's that's such like that is the true horror of it all is is the expectations that these stupid low-level jobs put on to young people and put on like any person that wasn't able to get into any other job field is the expectation to be a perfect unfeeling able-bodied young body yep. a thing M- not even a person a thing you know what i mean because the customers don't treat you like a person if you're in a corporate, if you're if you're in a com- like a part of a company that is corporate, and you are a diamond dozen, you are not a person. You are a thing. You are a number. Yeah. You're you just are another cog. You're another cog in their big fucking machine, and that shit sucks. Like that is the real horror of it all. And that was a great episode. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah.
0: No, that was a great episode. Yeah. That was really good.
2: Wow. Should we cap it off here? Do you have any other things that you would like to talk about?
1: So, I have too many traumas to talk about. Too many
2: traumas? Too many um, job-related traumas. I say. <laughs> Lord uh, have mercy.
0: Yeah, he, he's been through a lot of trauma. Oh, yeah. Job trauma. I, like, I could just say certain keywords
1: Like, just fucking...
0: Just literally, yeah. the fact that he left was a fucking surprise to everybody. I'm not Dude, gonna lie. Yeah. It was a fucking well, total surprise.
1: Just quickly, to go off the reason I left, was because I was literally working six days a week illegal by the way like for like what i signed up for it was like six days a week full time and then on top of that i would have to be off the clock for like another three hours because the people i was working with were shitty because they were under trained and honestly not only were they like they shouldn't be working in any job like these brain dead people but they on top of that they weren't trained and like scheduling was like ass, so that we would have minors closing. So like right when it hit ten, I had to be like, oh, all of you go home because I can't get arrested, you know. And so I would have to stay there till. Sometimes I remember there was a couple of times I stayed there till fucking midnight. Yeah. To like I literally that. clean up the dishes, fucking yeah. scrub the floors, fucking it was horrible. And then it was like that, and then on top of that going like full time school, and literally my school schedule and my work schedule would like collide. And they would be like, oh, literally don't show up to school and come to work. And I'd be like, no, that's not happening. And they're like, well, we need somebody. And I would feel bad and come in because there would be no one else to cover because we were also understaffed managers. It was literally me. And like at one point, it was me and Trinity running a store two fucking yeah. people under the age of 20 running a store. It was insane.
0: Yeah, it was crazy. And that was during the time that they didn't want me to be manager. Yep. I remember so that. They wouldn't. So it they wouldn't stupid. make
2: me a manager. And now they want me to be a manager. (laughs) Oh, God. Don't do it.
1: (laughs) That's all I have
0: to say. No, no, and that's why I I was told to ask him by somebody else who, like, is honestly not even within the fucking grounds of saying that he can be a manager. But he was going to really try to push it, and I turned around and told him, uh, let me talk to him about that first because I don't think he wants this for himself.
2: Yeah. No. I I've seen what all of you guys go through. <laughs> like I've seen <laughs> it. turned
1: to like decrepit skeletons. Bro. Yes.
2: You guys literally become shriveled. <laughs> like you become shriveled like that one thing in SpongeBob where he's out of water. So he's just like shriveled and he just is decrepit and sad. That is what I see you guys after a shift look like. And I yeah. literally and I I could never deal with that. That is soul-sucking. I I spend a lot of time out of outside of my out, outside of work actually living life actually being with the people that and I they love. Hate that as and they They're hate that. To do that. They, they hate do. that because they want you they want you to be able to come in on your days off. They want you to be able to just show up when like hours earlier than before you were needed for. Like they want you to just be completely available and
1: I can't do that. You know? I have a life. Yeah, and like we're not trying to talk shit about like the owners or anything, but it's just like for some reason, this place, this black hole, this hell hole, just like sucks people in and just expects everything out of them. And it's kind of weird because they have this ideology of like, oh, you should be kind of like almost grateful working there. It's kind yes. of weird. It's like yes. we don't we don't have we don't even have like proper machines like our fucking like equipment. And I I know they're from the fucking 70s. Our cooking equipment. Yeah. Cause like the previous owners told me themselves. So I'm like, we don't even. It's not even a luxury working there, but they treat it like that.
0: Yeah. And it's like, and even now, you know, not to say anything horrible about anybody, because I kind of like the new owners. They're, they're, they're really nice people, but in the end it's a fucking business and there's some things that need to be changed and they have to be done. I get if you don't have time to do it, but kind of like pushing it to the side and saying that it can't be done type of thing is what makes it hard and makes us not want to do the job mm-hmm. and it makes it harder for us to do our job because they see it as oh you just got to do some food do this do that do that do this do that but it's, and it's like okay easy. but it, it, it includes detailing it includes like the other day i'm sitting there juggle a fucking detail job while i'm trying to be manager yeah. while trying to make sure everybody's doing their job while also checking stuff and then in the morning you know trinity she wasn't rude about it but she turns around and says hey you left some stuff in there what happened last night and i got of got mad and i said like in the back of my mind i'm going what the fuck dude why the fuck are you asking me what happened last night when you could fucking see, clearly this place see turns you i against had your friends it's horrible I clearly had a bad night. I told you things might look shitty. And you're going to ask me what fucking happened last night? It's you know
2: stressful, you know? And it's, it's like, well, this stressful. was left.
0: This wasn't done. This wasn't done. Okay. And I don't give a fuck right now. I don't wasn't care because I but literally then, did not then, go to
2: sleep until midnight. But
0: like I said, that's the first thought that hits my head but then usually what comes out is okay you're right no you're yeah, right because, because i realize yeah. i take responsibility for my own actions yeah. and she was right i should have did these things and i will try to do better next time but the part that bothers me the most it even getting the position that i got is is why did i have to stop caring to do it why do why do why is it i got to not do a really great close because if i do a really great close that's when they complain about it but if i don't give a fuck about the shift and i just leave the restaurant they don't call me the next day and say that there's something wrong why why is it when i try is when there's something wrong
2: right and that and that's the that's like it's again it's this cycle of and it and i think that happens not even just at like jobs like ours like it's 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 everywhere no it's everywhere it's, no, it's, it's everywhere. everywhere you know it's 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 a complete monotonous cycle where you're not enough no matter what you're doing and it's just it's like crazy and honestly i cannot wait to get out of that system like i'm currently in school right now and i'm working really really hard because yeah. i don't want to be in here very much longer
1: <laughs> no it's a it's a shithole that's all i have to say well, run I'm, run and hide
2: <laughs> i'm juggling college to there and
0: like Man, I got to do large stuff, large animal stuff and small right. animal stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm on pause on the small animal stuff because I want to study it with my son. So I'm getting the large out of the way because that's not what he's doing. For yeah. his schooling. So it's like, and, and and I give our boss my hours for school. And she literally says, and I quote, Why is he even working if I have to give him the whole week off? Do you not know how to read
2: how I wrote? like I can open this day I, can, and I put I that can on the paper this, this day. and and
0: the times that are on there was supposed to be my school hours you no, would think they would see I that left.
1: that's why I left is you because would think they, they didn't would understand take into account
2: that like that you have a life outside of the work which is why I don't want to be a manager is because I have a life outside of the they job
1: they work to be number 1 priority they hate they honestly hate the fact that you put shit first and I've heard this from like them They're like, why do you have to go to school? Why can't you just take one? I'm like, no, I don't like this minimum wage job where I'm getting like paid less than I should be being like learning all the positions and this and that and overworking myself like this shouldn't be first. Like one thing I have to talk about my new job and its praise is like they're so fucking nice. They're literally like, oh, yeah, you need this day off. Go ahead. Just make sure you. they're literally like as long as you're responsible, you're cool. Like with my new school schedule, they're like they just called me just to double check. They're like, hey are you sure and i was like yeah they're like okay we just wanted to make sure you might have met like gave you the schedule too early whatnot but like if you want more hours tell us if you want less tell us like it's really cool they have fucking people there that literally only work there like a month out of the year it's fucking insane because they're like yeah go pursue college but you're still going to be under us because if you need a job like if you only could come back for two weeks you can't find a job in two weeks come back and work with us like they're awesome
2: and that's yeah. really good because it's supporting like it's understanding where yeah. it actually stands. It's understanding that it in itself is a minimum wage job that is they know that. Yeah, yeah like they know where they actually stand within that teenager's mind. Like Yeah, not
1: even teenager like, like but even be- a, just but just everybody. a young
2: person, like yeah. a young adult, you know what I mean? So I wonder Anything else that we can talk about no, on this? I like no, I think... If we mention something else, we're going to go off topic. <laughs> because yeah. this, this, I mean, this is a really good topic. It's just talking about, you know, we'll working minimum two. wage. And we might yeah. actually do a part yeah, two. Yeah, no, we could do a part idea. two next time. Just like more work horror stories. It'll just be just a series. <laughs> It'll, <it's endless> right <laughs> we now. could do it. Yeah, we could do it. Make, we could make it we a could, series.
0: If, and, and if we ever run out, we'll just start researching fucking other people. <laughs> I don't think with all
1: the shit I've been through, I don't even think we can run out. I think that'll be a fucking full, like, TV series. <laughs> <laughs>
2: we could we could actually make them into, li- like, reenactments, like soap operas. Yeah. <laughs> like exactly what I was talking about earlier. But anyways. it oh, that would
0: be definitely nice if we ever did
2: YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. I'm certainly hoping that uh, that Purple and Dark hopes that you guys also enjoyed it, too. Oh, yeah. yeah, definitely. I mean, Purple it was probably, fun for us. Purple's very chaotic, so he probably thinks that he wishes that you hated it. Um, oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode, because I certainly did. I really liked hearing all you guys' stories, because you guys are really, really good storytellers. Like, I don't think you guys give yourself enough credit sometimes. I just tell it how it is. You just yeah, tell it how it is, and it's yeah. just, it's really fun. If we
0: didn't live it, we couldn't tell it. That's exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's the quote to Emma if You didn't If you can't live it to tell it, then what are you doing? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well it'll be edited in post i think <laughs> no
0: this is an unedited podcast it's over no
2: the quote we'll edit the quote uh, yeah to oh make yeah. it sound cooler you know add like a poet effects. yeah add, okay. add the sparkles music. <laughs>
0: leave it to moth to always take my ideas and try to fucking twist them into his own little creative idea yeah no. It's a collaborative effort, name you, name you know. <laughs> He's just taking all my rights, man. Oh I my said it, God. man. Why can't I keep it? No. All, all right. right.
2: Talk to you guys yeah.
0: soon. See you guys on the next episode, which That's will be really... about we don't know because we haven't came up with it yet.
2: Yeah. We yeah. don't know. And you know what? We don't care. We will Mm-mm. figure it out when we get to there, <laughs> you know. I'm Dark. I am Moth. And Purple. Drink water. Bye.
1: Don't.
2: <laughs> drink soda. Drink whatever. Drink beer. Some
1: cyanide. Water, Drink please. beer if you're over 21. Oh, my God.